You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hey, what's up? Before you listen, I have a quick request from you. While you're over here listening, go ahead on down, give us a rating and a review, especially if you're on Apple Music. Let us know how much you appreciate what we bring, the conversation, the dialogue. Tell us how it supports you. Give us that good five star. We appreciate you. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here along with my co-host, India Jackson, to get the dialogue going. India. <laughs> People got yeah. my people got my spirit flared up, and I'm trying to not. And I don't know if it's working right now. I really don't. And this is being recorded on Wednesday, the day after the uh, shooting in Colorado, and I think a week after the shooting in Atlanta, and. Mm, I am tired of the mass shootings and I am very just, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Cause literally a white man decides, you know, on March 16th to just go into massage parlors and just shoot people. And six of them were Asian. And unfortunately the, violence against AAPI uh, individuals has already been too high, partially because of assholes who have thought that associating them with the coronavirus has been okay, and it is not. And to yet again have another shooting, I'm just like, I'm not quite sure what is happening in this moment. Um, I'm feeling a little bit disturbed that some of the things that I'm seeing online of people kind of turning around and pointing the finger at people, what are you doing? I.e. some people that are white looking at other minorities, oh, what are you doing? And really just trying to further the divide and to not focus it on the white supremacist structures that they are a part of and actively benefit from. 
and I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I really don't. And I almost want to, I almost want to just say like, can you not further try to divide underserved communities, underrecognized communities that do not benefit from white supremacy and keep doing this, please? Especially not right now. Like, can we not have this be a thing, please? And thank you. Well, I think what you're saying is really important. And I also think that you have a level of awareness that other people may not. And that doesn't excuse what they're doing because it's completely gotten underneath my skin, especially being somebody that identifies as being an empath. I'm feeling all the feels. Um, And at the same time, I'm not sure if other people are being more bluntly white people in the moment when they decide to go point at another person, whether it's a white person, whether it is a black, brown, or Asian person, it doesn't really matter. If they realize in that moment that they're furthering a divide, if they realize that they're actually creating more energy around chaos and hatred and trauma instead of actually coming up with solutions to a problem. Right. And maybe I'm naive in thinking that way, but I don't know if they have the same level of awareness when they do that. I think that that might be a program response from the man, if there's such a thing, right. that prevents people from actually taking actions to create change, to dismantle the system that the man created. So this is where, for a second, I do want to... Um, from a tangible standpoint, talk about some of the things that we have seen that do contribute in a positive way because I also don't want to come on here and rant because there's a part of me, I'm hot as a fucking hornet's nest right now because I am tired. And so I don't want to get stuck in that either. And so can we talk about some of the examples of what you do when this happens, and part of the reason why I think that's important is because violence against the AAPI community is absolutely not acceptable. And I think that, you know, sometimes people think you're, you know, sometimes people are only going to speak to or address what impacts them. And so I want to talk about what's being done well to support the AAPI community right now. Well, I mean, the first thing that's always going to be on my mind, and this is weird to say because I work in the world of brand visibility. It's all about public appearances. But that doesn't matter if you haven't paused for a second to check in on the people you actually know, the people who've actually bought services from you, your friends. They're supposed to be your fucking friends. So what I see people doing well is before they go and address things publicly, they are addressing the real humans that are in their, I hate the word circle, but you know, in their intimate sphere mm-hmm. that they have direct access to. And saying something as simple as, how are you feeling? And listening to the answer. Agree. I see that being done incredibly well. 
And that's not something that you see happening front facing because that's happening in private like it should be. So I'm glad that you said that because that was going to be the other thing. This is not something that somebody can quantify and say, what are you doing? It's like, you don't need to know the conversations that I'm having with the people that I know, the people that, you know, are friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, you know, people that are clients or that are, are in Texas. any of the things that you do. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. So like, you don't know, and it's nobody's fucking business. I said it. They don't have to quantify that to you. No, they do not. And it's not supposed to be because that's not supposed to be something that is for clout. Right. That's human shit. That's mm. human shit. Different humans live by different moral compasses. I'm going to say that's that's empathy. Some people choose to be empathetic and want to understand and want to hold space for the people they care about. Correct. Some may not. And some, and some people are fuck as humans, but I said it all. Right. <laughs> But I do see more of the conversation this year in what's happening right now really um, being done well and addressing who's right in front of you, who's close to you privately. I see that being done well. And I think that that may not have been done the same way in June of 2020. I'm going to agree with that. I agree with that. I also think that it is important that at a time like this, that from my vantage point as a black woman, that I think it is important for the narrative to be controlled by the people that it belongs to. And I I say that because I don't like when things go wrong and people like to co-opt what's happening and dilute it through their lens. So I am not Asian American or Pacific Islander. And so I would never want to take attention away from that community and those that um, are part of that community and say, no, 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 you need to listen to me as the black woman. No, no, not about me. Right. So that brings me to number two on my mind is Something that I think, you know, naturally is going to come in the forefront of what I consider to be being supportive, which is highlighting the stories being told, the information being shared, and the amazing businesses out there, the amazing brands out there, amazing humans out there that happen to be a part of the community affected. And I say the community affected because... I don't think this just applies to what's happening in the world right now. And this applies to any situation that's affected a specific demographic of human. I agree. I agree. And because I think that there's what happened and there's also now what, what can we do? And I do think being able to point to solutions, whether that be, you know, here's businesses that you can support through paying them here are people that you can pay if you are seeking education or knowledge. Here are people that um, are, are letting you know about causes that you can donate to if that is what you're looking to do. Here's places to, to volunteer. 
here is, you know, literature or websites or information that you can read up on so that you feel knowledgeable about things. But I feel like it's just so important to like, it, they do not need to do all the work any more than black people need to do all the work when we are the ones affected. But I also don't like watching narratives get diluted through the lens of someone else that it doesn't belong to. I agree. So I feel like that brings me to like really bringing home on it doesn't cost you a penny if you're listening and you're like, I don't have money to donate to a nonprofit or it doesn't fit our budget right now or we already gave money to this other demographic or whatever. Oh, it doesn't. That's that. that that's going to be number three. But it must be. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's what people can say to themselves. It doesn't cost you a penny to highlight a, a business or an entertainer or a musician, right? Spread the word. Show how amazing they are. And I see people doing a great job of doing that because the individuals are amazing or the information they're sharing is amazing and not because they happen to be Asian. Like, let's stop with the othering. Whether it's times where something awful has happened or not, stop othering people. Like, and I understand what it feels like for me to be othered. And I can't imagine at a time like this, where we have a global pandemic happening, that some people in positions of power are trying to paint it as something that is attached to an entire group of people. I can't imagine what the othering feels like for them. Right. And I think that that's the big thing that I'm, I personally am seeing happening that I I'll say from my perspective, I like, but I don't know if somebody else would, which is don't just like people aren't just sharing. Here's the charity or here's what you need to know about how it's affected this community. They're also sharing places to invest your business, your money into or your business into. They're also sharing. Um, they're sharing people's awesomeness that is not attached to the trauma. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So number three. <laughs> oh, number three is on the flip side some people can treat equity like slices of pie and hey i can't give to this place because i just gave to that place or i can't support this demographic because i'm supporting that demographic and actually i want to take a moment to say thank you to those that i see holding space for the and you can support multiple different types of humans that have multiple different types of identity at the same time, mm -hmm. right? Isn't that an interesting concept? And I see people actually holding space to do that. And it makes my heart so happy because that's not always the case. No, no. Oh, well, I'm already giving to this non-white group over here. I can't give to this non-white group at the same time. Hashtag fuck shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and, and I think that part of what comes up for me is there. And, and I, and I feel like we, we talk about this consistently, but we definitely talked about it um, last June in the wake of George Floyd's murder. But, there, there's the front facing stuff, but then there, there's the internal things that people don't see. 
which goes back to number one. And it's just like, you don't know what might be happening. And so for those that are kind of coming to the black community with the, you know, what's happening or what are you doing? Please understand that you're, you might not see everything because some of these conversations, I'm going to say it out loud. I hate to say it. Dear white people, some of these conversations are not for you. Right. Some conversations you can't have with, if we're going to be real, the demographic that's created the system that's oppressing everybody Correct. involved. So some of these things, you're not privy to them and you shouldn't be. You can't be a part of, of, of the white supremacist structure, even by default, just because of the skin that you're born in. But then you want to be inside the inner circle all at the same time. You can't be in and out of the circle of trust. Like my little reference to a movie there. There you go. I've dropped one in there, but <laughs> like you can't, I don't know. There's just something about that that I've kind of been seeing as well. And I have an issue with this place of like, why can't I know what's happening? And it's like, you're not supposed to, it's not for you. Well, I mean, that's the downside of what people are doing, but I think the positive side of that is I've also seen many different minorities come together, minorities or underrepresented or marginalized groups come together and have conversation with each other. And again, that makes my heart happy because that's not always the norm. Sometimes things happen in one community and they really don't talk to the other. And I've actually seen several people who identify as I hate acronyms. What is the acronym again, Erica? AAPI. Uh, AAPI, correct. Uh, I hate attaching acronyms to humans. Anyway. The same goes for, for BIPOC. <laughs> like uh, yeah. yeah, I really don't like it, but whatever. I've seen multiple individuals from that community also say, you know, to please stop asking Black people to dismantle the same system that is oppressing them too. Correct. Correct. If we are both recipients of the shitty outcomes of white supremacist structures and, 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 and the things that some white people, all white people are benefiting from, why are you looking at us? If you actively benefit it, you need to be doing it. You are the one that needs to be putting in the work right now. Don't turn around to the other person who you kicking and say, Hey, help this other person. I just kick. Fuck are you doing? Right. Like, Hey, we're kicking everybody, but why is the, the two puppies we kicked not helping each other look each other's ways? Right. In full transparency, I don't think that this is all white people, but I'm going to tell you what, do not get mad. Why did I say that? I said it because I said it and I meant it. And it does apply to some people. If it don't apply to you, then don't put the jacket on. God damn it. Y'all done pissed Erica off. I'm, I'm going to say it. <laughs> and I don't blame you. But I also know we're almost at time. So if you're listening to this and you're not one of those white people, shout out to you. Shout out to the white people who actually take a second to ask themselves, what am I doing before they go and point the finger at another person of color or even another white person and say, what are you doing? How about shout out to them? Shout out to the white people who are amplifying the voices of the demographics of people who are being affected by white supremacy. 
shout out to the people who are putting their money into the causes that they say that they're supporting. Shout out to the people that are not doing performative posts because they see everybody else doing it and are actually doing the hard work of listening when somebody is telling them how they really feel right now and what their experiences are and offering to support them in any way that they need, even if the way that they need might be not be the way that you want to support them. Shout out to you. How about that? Facts. Facts. So this, this particular show, I think I want to just kind of let it be and let it be a mic drop. Here's to hoping we meet next time on a lighter note. Until then, keep the dialogue going. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?